This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to Boma. Um, thanks for supporting the podcast. I'm really grateful. Alan is here with me. Hello. And I'm he- going to introduce myself again in about six or seven minutes, probably. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to. You just wait for it. <laughs> anyway, this is the Boma. How was it? Yeah, so you, you're on. What was it? The breakfast show? News talk, first of all. Yep. Did that was the uh, Stephanie. What's going on with Stephanie Preisner? Yeah, which is a nice play on words because it was what's going on with Stephanie Preisner. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know. I, uh, what's I, going on with her? Nobody knows, but she's on the radio. At the <laughs> nobody moment. knows she's on the radio. <laughs> what's going on? Um, and yeah, and then I was covering for Lucy Kennedy on oh, Classic yeah. Hits, yes. the breakfast show, yeah. which is six a.m. to ten a.m. Which every is in the morning. slot that PJ used to be in. Which is in the slot that PJ used to be in, but now he's doing the breakfast show on Nova. Yeah. yeah. So he was upstairs and I was right. downstairs. Which was better? Classic Hits upstairs or... Upstairs or downstairs? Cl- what classic you Hits or Newstalk? Oh, which was better, Classic Hits or Newstalk? Which, which bridge do you want to burn by answering that question? Well, I can... I'm, <laughs> I'm a communicator. I'm so <laughs> diplomatic. Actually, it's two very different things, right? Because yeah. the the show on Newstalk was led by me. I created the show. It was like my curiosities. Right, yeah, yeah The cool. breakfast show... I love being with Colm because it's really fun to bounce off someone so that you're not yeah, just there on your own. And you're stuck on your own, right. Um, but if I had to do one of them for the rest of my life, I'd probably go... I'd probably go news talk. Okay. I think I would learn more. And it's you're, you can do more with the show. It's your, I can do more with the show. More Although, mm, if I could do news talk with a co-host, that'd be great. Okay. But Who would breakfast? be your co-host? Who would be your top choice? Hang on, I need a little bit more time to be diplomatic on that one. But the breakfast show vibe on Classic Hits is, you know, like you're, it's the school run, you're talking to the kids, it's Little Holly Talks, it's high octane. Right. right. And that's a lot at six o'clock in the morning. Like, Yeah. What time did you have to get out of bed? Um, five, five-ish. Okay, that's not too bad. It's not too bad, but it's just, I could do the hours, like if I was writing, but mm. you have to be so... You know, engaging and yeah, engaged that from yeah, that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Cullum is so such a master, and he's so generous of time, and it sort of felt like we were constantly tossing a ball to each other. And he was very generous to like, you know, set up a joke that I could then finish. Oh, okay, nice, right. Um, if I were co-hosting a breakfast show on what on that like for for that, see, it would be different in different radio stations because that's really mm. like for kids. No, and for, cars. for the for the news talk thing where it's like you're kind of curating it as well, but you have to do it with them. You've got a co-host. I've got a co-host. I've got a co-host I've got a co-host I've got a co-host so hey 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 the safest answer is just say your husband <laughs> no I definitely wouldn't pick no that, who wants to be listening to people I'd just be like will you do this bit because I'm tired um, are those people married the two on the TV in the UK the Holly Willoughby and Philip Schofield no the other two the older versions of those I don't know anything about I think those two the older two are they're book club people or uh-huh. whatever yeah those, Richard and Judy book club Richard and Judy Punch hey. and Judy what's that mean uh, Punch and Judy it's a, I'm just playing word association no, at right. this point <laughs> okay right. the book club people um, we should probably tell people what we're doing here actually we're just uh, oh, but sure if they've they'll know to play, they'll know because yeah. it'll yeah. have been written so it's yeah. bonus material yeah okay well everybody knows you I'm Alan so just in this case this is producer Alan <laughs> just in case this is my boss here uh, yeah boss are you my boss uh, no no uh, I'm your producer oh yeah uh, but that is kind of a boss isn't it no I don't think so it's more of a collaboration yeah um, I was reading Luke O'Neill's book. I read oh, the new one. The new one. All right. And he mentions the podcast a lot in it. Oh, great. Yep. 
How many mentions do I get? I bring him biscuits every single time he comes in here. Probably not much, but <laughs> he mentions that we were. This is how the pod, this podcast came to be. I was on RTE with Luke last April, and I asked him if he would be interested in doing a podcast with me, mm-hmm. and he said yes. And he wrote in his book that I seem like a nice person. <laughs> <laughs> and then he texted me and he was like, the, re- the, 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 the edit will change seems to is. And I was like, you are horrendous. Um, so yeah. that's Luke's book. Yeah. OK. And is it, is it good? It's you- good. It's a diary. It's very personal. Like he goes into, mm. you know, visiting his mother-in-law in, in, in a nursing home. And it's great because you kind of learn. Well, I'm all into that sort of nerdy day by day stuff. Mm-hmm. Even his other book, which was like kind of a pure science book. I just read that recently. The Nevermind the Bollocks one. Yeah. It's quite personal. Every chapter starts with like a personal story. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's great. He's I very just, good. I'm looking forward to... I haven't read Nevermind the Bollocks yet. I read half of it. But I'm going to wait until it's out in softback, which yeah. is in... You're, you don't like hardback. No. Yeah. It's hard to read them. And if you fall asleep, you're going to have a broken nose. I've never fallen asleep holding a book. I haven't either, actually. But yeah. some people think <laughs> you just that have to fear that that's going to happen. Well, I have dropped my phone on my face. Okay. Yeah. And I do lie like if I am reading, I will lie down and hold the book above my head. Do you read? You don't read your phone though. Uh, I do read content on my phone, but not like at night time. Like you're going to have a book, right? A softback book. Well, if I'm reading a book, yes. But if I'm reading my phone or reading a news article or oh, the yeah, New York yeah, yeah. Times. Yeah, but you wouldn't read a book on your phone is what I mean. No, I wouldn't read a book on my phone. Except for sometimes if I'm reading a book and it's quite cumbersome yeah. and say I'm going on a bus journey, I'll oh, take yeah. pictures of the pages <laughs> and then read the pages. Would you never do that? No. How many like how many pages do you take a picture of? Could be up to 10. And would that get you? That wouldn't get you to Cork though. Well, I'd be driving to Cork, so I'd be Oh, so where are you reading? Oh, like just that night, like 10 pages. Like, you know, if I'm... Perfect example. I'm reading a book and I have to go to a doctor's appointment. Yeah, I'll yeah. take pictures because I'm like, I know I'm going to be waiting at some point okay, here. Okay, so you'll take pictures of it. So I'll take pictures, but I take pictures up to like 10 pages. Okay. What are you reading at the moment? Uh, uh, I just finished a book yesterday, uh, so I have to pick up the next one. I don't know yet. Uh, the book I just finished was called Time. Is the magazine? Yes, I've heard of it. Never heard of it. <laughs> uh, it, you know, it's called Time. It's about time, as like a what a great title. Yeah, 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 really good. Yeah, uh, I can't remember the name of the author actually. Colin Robertson. Colin Robertson, maybe Irish. No, I think he's English. Not a hundred percent sure, but it was great. It was like ten things you need to know about time. Tell us one of them. Um, time travel is possible, technically. How? You Jet lag. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like traveling. Well, technically, yes. Actually, if you move, if you're moving faster than normal, you're actually time traveling. But faster than normal for you. Yeah. Well, like if you, if you, no matter what you're doing, if you're walking. Now, I just got this from books. So I'm going to sound like I know everything I'm talking about, but uh, you know, I just read it yesterday or over the last week. Uh, if you're walking and that's your sort of normal pace, but then you start running, you're actually time traveling because of the way. Because you're getting there faster than you would if you walked. No, you're because you know the whole like you know the theory of general relativity. I just I also read a book about Einstein quite recently. So you know how gravity works, right? I do. It's like it, the, the Newton idea, the Newtonian idea was like big heavy thing and things get pulled towards it. Yeah. And then Einstein changed all that with relativity. Because an apple fell. Yeah, I think the apple thing is probably made up, okay. but. Uh, Einstein changed anyway. Newton was wrong, basically, he's saying. And it's not a big, heavy thing pulling stuff. It's more that it curves the space around it, 
right? the big heavy thing curves the space yeah big heavy thing being the black hole a black hole is one thing that would do but everything does it like the sun does it earth does it you know everything does it but this is normally it's so minimal you can't see it okay so it's called curved space time right so you can actually if you're moving faster you're actually doing it in less time like it's actually like if you're if you're orbiting around the earth you're actually you're moving at like what 10,000 kilometers an hour or something like that yes you're actually doing that in less time than it would take if you were doing that closer to <laughs> closer to the earth so if and, i'm running and somewhere i'm going slower yeah yeah there's two ways to do it by being further away from the heavy object and by going faster so but i'm not changing time if i go running you you actually are but i'm not changing time for you no for you you're changing for you now so running time is all relevant. It's but it's so, still 10 o'clock in the morning when i arrive yeah because it's so minuscule so one of the facts in this book was that the astronaut whose name I won't be able to remember, he's Russian, uh, was he has the record for the most amount of days orbiting the Earth. And it's 879 days. Right. Which is a lot, a lot of days. What's that, two and a half years? 360. Yeah, yeah. About two and a half years. Um, so that's how much time he spent going around the Earth. So okay. whatever speed that is, I think it's around 10,000 kilometers an hour or something like that. Uh, for two and a half years, he time traveled a quarter of a second. Right. So it's not much. So he's a quarter of a second behind us or ahead, ahead of, of us. us yeah but not, not that his experience he's experiencing things at the same time as us but he has lived a quarter of a second less so he is a quarter of a second older than than younger, he should be younger younger mm-hmm. so let's say he was going around the earth 10,000 kilometers an hour let's say instead of that he was going around the earth at the speed of light he'd actually after a couple of years or whatever he'd actually have gone back in time by like I don't know making up numbers let's say a year he'd be a year younger than so he, he, he had, wouldn't have aged a year whereas you would have. If he had an identical twin exactly. on Earth. Yes. Yeah. And the identical twin was 40 when when they left. When he came back. He'd be he, the same age he was. No, he'd be 41 and the twin would be 42. Okay. Yeah. So that's time traveling. So that's technically possible. There's no reason. There's no physical reason why that you can't do that. Okay. But what we say when we imagine time travel is like, I go back and I look at what the peasants used to look like. Yeah. And, yeah. So you can't really go back in time. Uh well, he actually did kind of go into a concept of back in time, but it's you have to use a wormhole and you can only go back as far as when the wormhole was first set up. When Where can we find a wormhole? <laughs> I think they're still only like uh, theoretical. Okay. But they, sh- they should exist according to the, the theory of relativity. They should exist, but they haven't been like discovered or anything. I want to find a wormhole. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? But he still says, if if we found a wormhole today, then for the entire future after that, we can always come back to today. But like, what if we, there's this wormhole we haven't discovered that was that was set up? No, because you have to like attach a rocket to it. You have to actually do like stuff. You have to like go into the wormhole, go to the other place and then like get back here at the speed of light and then jump back into the wormhole. Ah, uh, no, I don't want it anymore. Yeah, no, it's it's very hard. Yeah, no. It's, I thought it would just yeah. be like you'd open a door into the past. Yeah. Narnia, like, basically. Yeah. What's the best time travel movie you've ever seen? I don't really want a lot. Is time travel... Is Narnia a time travel movie? No. Back to the Future? I haven't even seen that. Have you not? No. Oh my God. Back to the Future, I think, has its its issues. Why? (laughs) Like, oh well, all time travel movies do because it's like, this doesn't make any sense. Okay. But in Back to the Future, spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it, it's like, how old is that movie now? Probably, I'm 33. 36 years? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Taking off my coat if that's in here shuffling. He goes back in time to when his mother was basically his age. And his mother fancies him. 
so he has to like he well that's to, very weird yeah it's very strange yeah does he do anything he has to stop her he has to get his mother to like his father because he's like fading he's like disappearing because obviously if she doesn't get with his dad then he doesn't exist so, okay yeah but does she okay I have so many questions um, I'm I, not, I may not be able to answer them I'm not going to ask them <laughs> okay um, I watched a time travel TV show once that was in German it was called The Dark okay. it was in it was on Netflix and they basically found a wormhole they're just I just find them so hard to follow because you don't know when the what era the person is in and but Cahill seemed to be able to track it and there was kind of like a mattress so he would go into the forest and there was this hole in a tree and he'd go in there and then he'd come out and if there was a mattress hmm. next to the tree then he was in the old time but I couldn't keep track of these things. Okay, right. Yeah, My yeah. brain is a neighbour for that. Yeah, yeah. I finished a book recently. Oh, yeah. Thanks it? for asking me the question back. Yeah. Um, well, it, I mean, we were still talking about my thing but whatever. Let's, <laughs> let's, I'm like, let's <laughs> Not great. It's what book did you finish? I finished, I finished <laughs> several books. I'm a very competent reader. <laughs> The one I finished recently was called A Life in Trauma. Oh, okay. Dr. Chris Luke. I don't know. It. Um, let me educate you. Yes. Come sit at my feet. Yeah. Just there. Um, do you know, did you read Adam Kay, the book, This Is Now This This Is Gonna Hurt? Uh, no, but I've heard of it. Okay, so for anyone who hasn't read it, get it. It is hysterical and moving and it's a, basically a diary of a junior doctor in the NHS. So it's his... Oh, it's I a, think I heard you talking about this before. It's a day by day right. of like this is what's happening and some of them are just so funny and I thought A Life in Trauma was going to be the same thing because it's Dr. Chris Luke who's an Irish doctor who is uh, an emergency trauma you know, works in the in the A&E room yeah and he has a fascinating life story he um, basically his his mother his father and mother had an affair the dad was married and, and then the the dad died but the wife the actual wife of his dad looked after them and he thought that she was his aunt but she was actually the wife of his father and his mother had an affair anyway so he there's kind of you know some stuff about orphanages and stuff at the start which gives historical context but it actually starts with the fact that he was nearly cancelled because one day he was and the book opens really well he was on Pat Kenny and he was giving out and some people might remember this he was giving out about junior doctors and GPs right. junior doctors not doing enough and GPs sending too many people to the emergency room oh okay but he finished the the recording early because a plane crashed in Cork Airport and he was called back to the emergency room because oh, there was right. going to be this huge crisis yeah so that all took about 24 hours to resolve itself and he was just up the walls and when he came off his shift he realised that Twitter had gone mental and he was oh basically God. being cancelled. Yeah, yeah. And it was just so... The, he writes it so well. I don't know if he wrote it or if it was ghostwritten for him but either way it's very well put together. So I finished that anyway. Mm. Mm. Would recommend. Okay. I'm not going to give any spoilers. Although it's kind of a memoir there's not much spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, Certainly not for him. But, <laughs> yeah. Um but not, it's not as funny as this is going to hurt. In okay. fact, it's not funny at all. Okay. And it's kind of an indictment of the HSE and, mm. you know, mm. trolley beds and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now I'm reading Richard Chambers' book, which I've just started. Oh, yeah. That's State just of Emergency. Came out like this week or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that's a kind of another sort of diary thing of the COVID pandemic. Yeah, well, Luke's diaries, Luke O'Neill's diaries, like, um, you know, day one I hear rumours of China you know it's all sort of he's got all I kind of imagine him in all these science WhatsApp groups with scientists yeah, around yeah, the world yeah. whereas Richard Chambers starts with Tony Hulan was feeling uneasy when he sat in Dillinger's with his wife and children 
in December. You know, oh, right. he had heard whispers of this thing. Uh-huh. And it does give very juicy gossip about how, you know, how Tony feels about Leo Radker and the HSE and different yeah, okay. conversations that have happened. So I'm really enjoying that, but I've just started it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Are you watching much TV? Um, we're currently watching something called um, Midnight Mass which is like a scary thing because of Halloween so that's why we're watching it I saw the first two minutes of it girl in a wheelchair and a priest rolling through town Uh, yeah is that the first two minutes of it yeah Yeah. okay then I turned it off okay (laughs) I had enough I just there was a there's a bit of dialogue uh, like they come across a a, you know a mysterious stranger and the dialogue is like you get out of town this kind of thing oh oh I'll tell you what you didn't do there you didn't watch the first two minutes what you, did I you watch? watched the first two minutes of like the third episode, I think. I really don't think I did. What was the opening? You did, <laughs> because that's in like the third episode. I know exactly the bit you're talking about because we just watched it like yesterday. Um, yeah, it, it opens with a, a young lad on his bike, I think. No, it opens with actually um, a car crash. Um, and are you sure it doesn't open with a, like? I'm yeah, hundred percent sure. There's no way I clicked episode three. I'm afraid you did. <laughs> anyway, either way, <laughs> I was like, not nah, no interest. Yeah, I normally don't like any sort of horror things or scary things or anything. I'm just not interested. Didn't seem half scary. It's set like it seems like it was set in in a west in a western like yeah, well, it's, it's, town. It's it's on an island. There's 127 people live on the island or something, um, off the coast of America somewhere. Uh, yeah, by the time you you see those that priest in the wheelchair and everything, you know who they are. The priest isn't in a wheelchair. No, 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 the girl is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But by the time that happens in episode three, you already know who these characters are. Okay, well, um, anyway, I gave up on it, so... Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, I, are it's you actually, enjoying it? I actually am enjoying it. I, I normally don't like horror things or, or scary things or anything. But uh, for some reason this year, I was, like, in the mood to watch, like, spooky things. And I never am. Like, normally, it doesn't interest me in the slightest. Have you seen Halloween Kills? The new one with Jamie Lee Curtis? No, is it is the latest Halloween film? Yeah. Oh, no. They're bad. <laughs> Even the classic ones. I'm a little bit like, oh, just... Just kill him. S- stop dropping your keys. Stop getting in the car that doesn't work. You know, it's just like... Well, this one, actually, none of that happens. Okay. It's... The, no one makes any mistakes. It's just brutal. Oh, really? <laughs> As in, like, he's just a super killer. Ah. The thing about Michael Myers in the Halloween movies was that he was always just a normal man which sort of made it more scary. He mm. was, there was something paranormal or supernatural about him. Until the end of the first movie when doesn't he die and then he appears in the next movie anyway. Well, no, it, that, well, that was... He doesn't he die. He didn't, doesn't die. Yeah, yeah. But he, he should have done. Yeah, well, evidently. Yeah. And he's yeah. still going. Right. Um. So I saw that. I've been to the cinema was a lot good? recently. It was good, yeah, but they tried to do this thing that's really annoying that a lot of TV and mo- films are trying to do now, which is this sort of like social justice theme. Yeah. So they shoehorned in this storyline right. about how the city so these two guys escaped from a m- mental institution right? and they all the, the this sort of like crowdsourced hatred have decided that one of these um, inmates who have you know intellectual disabilities and are cr- criminally insane is Michael Myers and they all kind of gang up on him but they sort of make him this one of them very sympathetic and he's trapped and they won't mm-hmm. stop and it's mm-hmm. like oh we did this to him you know it's just quite like worthy right right yeah uh, there's a lot of shoehorning in of themes nowadays social issues yeah, yeah, yeah. it feels like a tick box exercise I've also been going to the cinema a bit trying to catch up um, what have you seen the last one I saw was the last night in Soho 
Haven't seen it yet. Any good? Yeah, very good. It's not as funny as Hot Fuzz. <laughs> so I went into the cinema knowing nothing about it other than Edgar Wright made it, so I like Edgar Wright. And is it is it a comedy? No, it's not. No. I didn't know that. I knew nothing. I thought it was a horror. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, it's a sort of a yeah, a psychological thrillery, horror-y thing. Yeah. It's very good, though. Very, Maybe very good. I'll enjoy that. Yeah, no, it's very good. Um, what have you seen? I've seen several things. A list. I've seen... Um, <laughs> James Bond my I first ever Bond it's my first ever Bond movie don't and bother Yeah, you see. he's not a good guy I thought he was a good guy he's a killer he kills people he's a spy yeah yeah but like he's not he's a superhero spy man yeah well it's it all got a bit there was, it was just a long ad for Land Rover at one point then yeah yeah there's always a car that's yeah there's always an ad for a car <sighs> just didn't get it popcorn was good went to see Hocus Pocus in the drive-in cinema Where's that? In Dunleary? No, where's that? Leopardstown. Okay. Very Uh, cool. Yeah, Hocus Pocus. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The classic. classic. Um, I went to see... um, What was it called? You're on the edge of your seats now, lads. I went to see... Dune? No, I didn't go and see Dune. Dune's Halloween Kills. Dune is really good. I want to see Dune. Will I enjoy it? Uh, Did you read Dune? No. Not really. Uh, Do you like... Big... Epic, sort of spacey, sort of. But, no, but do you know what? It's more actually for me anyway. The most interesting part was sort of there's a bit of like political intrigue, sort of like you know, court stuff, but like in a sort of space western. I mean, you're really selling it. <laughs> anyway, it's excellent. I think I'm going to get these like voucher, not vouchers, but you know, I think I might get an old for Christmas. Where you get like a an unlimited card for the cinema. Oh yeah, but it means that like in order for it to be financially uh, in of interest, mm. you have to go to the cinema more than two times a month. Yeah, just twice a month, I think will cover you. Yeah, I've had it for like the last ten years or something. I think it's great. The, the cinema world, like unlimited card. But does it mean that we probably go to Odeon? Oh, Odeon, but same idea, right? Yeah, but it means that like I tend to only go to films that I'm actually interested in. But if I yeah. had this card, I'd be like, well, let's just go. For most of the time, we would at least have gone to the cinema twice a month. But like in the, in our peak time, we would have always gone to cinema at least once a week. Right. And so it made it very well worth it. Plus, you get like in the cinema world one that I used, you get after a year, you get the black card. Yes. Which means you get like 25% off popcorn and stuff. So that makes a big difference. Yeah. So. That's the thing, because like your quid's in for the tickets, but like you should just be spending more money on the yeah, popcorn and drinks. Exactly. Yeah. Which is expensive. And I'm yeah. not going to the cinema if I don't get popcorn and drink. Yeah, you kind of need it, don't you? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that's what I've seen in cinema and on television. Thanks for asking. I'm watching. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am always kind of embarrassed about this because I don't watch the things that normal people watch. But I'm watching Lego Masters, which I am loving. It's basically the Great British Bake Off, but with Lego. That sounds good. So it's just yeah. people, teams building Lego, and wow. they get these challenges. Yeah. And they get knocked off every week. Wow. So like in last night's episode, they each got half a thing. So like there was half a bike. A bike sawn in half, a TV sawn in half, a cake mixer sawn in half. And they get that and they have to build something else that's attached to it, but it has to tell a story. So they can't just build the other half of the bike. That's not uh, a challenge. There has to be a narrative with it. Okay. So one c- group, like they built a horse onto the front of the bike. And, okay. You know, someone else, they they made like... Half a bike versus half a television isn't very easy or very fair. What do you mean? Like finish this rectangle versus finish like a bike or put a horse in the front of it. Like it's not Well no it can't just be Finish this TV And so actually that, like that got Spoiler Those people got sent home The people who had the TV They oh. built an aquarium At the top of it Okay So the whole thing Was underwater 
and the guy like the guy was actually crying when he eliminated them but he was very severe and he was like you are not up to scratch here you oh, do you're not you do not know what is being asked of you wow it was very severe yeah but oh. he wasn't wrong <laughs> and there's one guy doing it it's his this guy and his grandmother and it's just very adorable right so that's what I'm watching at the moment and also there's a new series of Below Deck I've never watched any of those shows that have like you do a thing and then you get kicked out they're only the shows that I watch <laughs> yeah I've watched like n- literally none of them X Why? Factor or uh, Bake Off or they're the best kind because you get to know well as a screenwriter I yeah. get a lot of I spend a lot of time creating people saying things for no reason but I do not get a lot of maybe it's because I'm antisocial maybe it's because I'm autistic who knows but it's not for no reason no not for no reason but I don't I have enough of that right right fair enough yeah I like to see how actual people interact and are yeah but they're not though but they are yeah but they're not though they're the people who want to be on TV first of all and then they're on TV they're very aware that there's like a camera in their face but right. sometimes they're not particularly on Below Deck okay yeah Below Deck where are they here? they're talking uh, about X Factor I think you have this idea of X Factor where like I want to be a star that's it I don't watch that for that uh-huh. but Lego Masters these people do not want to be on TV L- these people the, are just super passionate about Lego yeah that's the first one I've heard of that are like oh and wow they're that really skilled. yeah yeah same with the Bake Off I think there's yeah. like these old British quintessential grannies who are yeah I've seen like some clips from Bake Off and I thought that's, that's interesting but what I really want is the cake and I can never have the cake no matter what so I just don't care enough about watching them bake I want the product not the journey a lot of people have this sort of appointment viewing thing with the Bake Off where they'll know because you know the week before what the next week is so there can be like biscuit week cake week oh, German week oh they'll make something as well well they'll get something in oh. that's like similar you know <laughs> so if you know they're going to be making fun and fancies you'll, yeah, you'll yeah. get that or yeah, you know yeah. they're making shrewdel yeah like Grod you know Grod works here he does he does uh, his own sort of bake off thing where he's like he's a comedian and he does like comedy and he bakes a cake and then people at home he does it over Zoom they're making a cake with him and he's showing them how to do it and that's great because at the end of it he's actually got a cake and I can eat the cake and I really like that where are you in this? he does it here like oh yeah okay so, so I'm you like eat the cake. producing or whatever yeah, and then where's I get the oven? Cake. he generally makes like he'll do a this you is know, one I made earlier. Exactly, yeah. So he's baked it already. But he's like, here's how you do it. And you put it and then you make it all flat. And then you put it in the oven and it looks like this. And then he'll put some cream or shit on top of it. And it's delicious. Cream or shit? <laughs> Either way, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so tasty. That is, that's delicious. Um, I'm sure they have enough of um, this Boma. Tell them what we're going to... Wait, first I have to tell you what else I watched recently. Because it's very strange. Okay, It's not very go. strange. But we watched Is it all something on a website That is <laughs> no. over 18 Because I don't want to know uh, It's on a website But it's on What was it on uh, Prime or Disney Plus Anyway We watched all of Buffy The Vampire Slayer I've never seen any of it It turns out right I was like I know all about Buffy I know I, I watched loads of it When I was a kid Like I know who all the characters Do you know who the characters are in Buffy Buffy And do you know the rest of them Vampires Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the name of the vampire that Absolutely like, not so Okay Angel Like you don't know Buffy and Angel and then Angel had a spin off oh Kevin F- um, no no somebody Boreanaz David Boreanaz or something David Boreanaz anyway uh, for some reason I knew Angel and, and Willow, Willow and Xander yeah Willow turns into a witch and Xander and Seth Green's in it and he's like a werewolf and I knew all the characters I knew what their characters were like their sort of personalities Giles the librarian guy and I felt like I basically knew the plot of the whole thing and then we watched all of it and I didn't remember a single thing. I couldn't remember, like, how, anything. How many series are there? There's, like, six six or seven. And we watched all of it. 
it's not that good it's fine it's uh it, it was it was Ashley loves it and so we watched it but um, I'm watching Desperate Housewives again again yeah was it worth it the first time it was yeah alright okay I so, loved it okay is that one of the shows that fell off a cliff at the end uh no a plane crashed into it at the end <laughs> oh like actually literally yeah like that was the like, like that was a plot that's where I was like okay now guys like a plane flew into the neighbourhood which, if you had been in my neighbourhood last night, Halloween night, you would have thought that's what was happening. With the noise? It was carnage. Oh, same, yeah. There was there was an hour and 30 minutes fireworks display that I have never seen anything like it. It was actually quite incredible. Yeah, there was no stops for us in the bangs all, all night, basically. Where? But was it just one centralised? Like, oh, no, no, it was everybody. No, no, it was everybody all over the place. Oh, no, this was just one it's, organized Oh, an actual organised thing. Oh, right, we didn't have an organised thing. Well, I didn't know it was an organised thing. It was yeah. just one guy bought five grand worth of fireworks. Filled the soul, and it was an hour and a half. And he exploded in the sky. Wow. It was unbelievable. Jeez, then there was a like bonfire which got out of hand and the fire brigade came, but it was fine. All bonfires get out of hand. <laughs> Don't they? Isn't that what a bonfire is? It's a fire that's out of hand. But I thought that it was I, like at half five, nothing was happening, and I was like, oh, they mustn't be doing it this year. Okay. And then they just arrived yeah. out of everywhere yeah, and yeah. set it up. Did you get any trick or treaters? About seven. Yeah. Which was lucky because we ate the sweets. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My aunt, I, we we live in an apartment block, so we don't get any. But uh, we never do. But my my aunt, who lives in like a big estate, and would always get a lot of trick or treaters, got zero. Did so you have her house decorated? I think that's the new rule. Oh really? Yeah, like it's an it's a sign that you don't want callers if you don't have your decorations up. No way. Yeah, I did not know that. I, I presume she doesn't know that. She I doubt she bothered decorating, but she did have like a big bowl of sweets ready to go. Yeah, no, I and think you none. need to even just put like a pumpkin on your door. Oh my god! And a light. And I will tell her for next year. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. That was probably enough, Boma. Do we have to say goodbye? I think we should say goodbye. Okay. Do you? In, let's count to three and then say goodbye. Okay. One, One two, two, three. three. Goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good month. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Thank <laughs> you.